This is one amazing scene in the gospel. It's got so many connections with life because there's some real symbolism that's going on here. The boat tossed on the water. The boat on the water. Boat with the disciples there trying to make their way to the other side of the lake. And the wind is against it. It's hard. Making no progress. I'm sure that sounds familiar for all of us. There are times when we're like that. We feel like that. And when Christ is out of sight, when we don't see him, our boats are tossed on the water of life. It can be like we're lacking meaning or purpose and going forward is an impossible battle. It all sounds so familiar. When is our boat being tossed on the water? When is that happening to us? Well, be when we're just looking at things through our own kind of narrow perspective and we just allow our feelings, our anger, our emotions to just take over. Above all, when we forget to pray, when we forget to ask for God's help, when we're looking just for somebody else to blame. These could be times when our boat is just kind of stuck there on the water. But the Lord comes to our rescue. Comes to the rescue of these disciples. They're in the boat. It's beautiful what he says. Jesus comes and he appears to them. Take courage. It is I. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Remember St. John Paul II? His Pope. That was his favorite line. Be not afraid. He would say it over and over again. He just had that, that faith-filled confidence. And when our Lord says that, it is I. It's, a, it's like biblical code language going on right there because he's using the divine name of God. He's saying, ego and me, I am. Okay, I am. The same name God used when Moses wanted the name of God in order to go down into Egypt. He was afraid he was going to take on Pharaoh. He needed to know God's name so he could prove to the Israelites who he was. That's what God told him. Ego and me, I am. I am who am. So Jesus is linking his name to the name of God. I am. And that, hearing that, seeing Jesus there, that just flips a switch in Peter. Something happens to him. Something beautiful happens to him. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now what possessed Peter to think he could get out of that boat? In the midst of that storm and the waves and the wind and all that, he's standing up there in the boat. Tell me Just give me the word and I'll come. And you can imagine Andrew just trying to hold him back. Don't do it. Don't be an idiot. But Peter, he's got this holy foolishness, you might say. He wants to trust in Jesus to that point that he is ready to go. Sometimes though, other people, they hang back. They're not willing to take a chance 
They're not willing to leave the security of the boat. They don't want to take that leap of faith. But St. Peter, he gives us that example. And when Jesus gives them the word, come, that is one of the most amazing moments in the life of Peter. He flings himself out of that boat and he lands on solid water. The water holds him up. It is a moment of amazing faith of Peter. Beautiful faith. That is literally the leap of faith. He's an example. We've got to trust in Jesus. We've got to trust him enough so that when we have these different possibilities before us and we realize one has some risk, one requires faith, okay, just to have that trust in our Lord to say, okay, I'm going to go for it. Just to take that, just to take that plunge. And look, Peter is held up by our Lord. So we have to be so grateful for him to him for that kind of spirit. We need that too. We have to trust in Christ. There are so many times when we are challenged in our faith and we have to be able like that to take that leap. But now Peter is not Peter if he isn't human. He really shows us too that even with the deepest faith a person can have moments of weakness can take a step back, have a relapse, fall back to where he was. And it says here in the scriptures, Peter, when he saw the wind, when he felt that breeze coming in, felt the splash of the waves coming up, he became frightened. became frightened. He takes his eyes off of Jesus. He focuses on all these external things. Instead of being like, with his gaze just locked in the place on Jesus, he sees all the other things. Okay? If he had just had like these, might say, almost like spiritual blinders that just kept his gaze right on our Lord, he'd have been fine. But no. He starts to look around. He starts to feel. He starts to doubt. Starts to doubt. And just like wearing, wearing some lead boots, he goes down under the water. We take our eyes off of Christ. We begin to doubt. We stop to pray. We stop going to church. We do all these things. Is it any wonder that we sink? Is it any wonder that that happens to us? That the weight of life just pulls us down? But Peter also gives us an example. Sometimes when we have these moments, we think, I've got to solve it myself. My problem, I can do this. I'm competent. I can handle this. I can manage. Imagine, Peter could have said, I can handle I'll swim back into the boat. No, he is sinking. He's thinking, what does he do? He shows us good spiritual instincts. When we're in trouble, what do we do? Do we just think of our own meager, human, fallible solutions? Is that what we do? He shows us the way. 
St. Peter, he cries out, Lord, save me! Save me! He's humble. He's got nothing to prove at this point. He just cries out to Jesus, Help me! Help me! That's what we have to do. Lord, save me. These are the instincts that made Peter great. It wasn't his virtue. It was his faith. And right there, his faith kicks back in. He's going to drown. He's going to die. He has to call on Jesus. And he instinctively knows that Christ is the only hope. He is the only hope. Remember how he said one time, where shall we go? We know you have the words of everlasting life. There, there are just no other options. There's no other person I can turn to except you. You're the one. The guys in the boat. There are no life jackets invented back then. Nothing to throw to him. He's a goner. If he relies on his friends, he's got to turn to Jesus. Lord, save me. And look at our Lord. Look at what he's like. That is, that trust in Jesus. It says there, Jesus immediately stretches out his hand. It's a beautiful judgment. In, in, in the Gospels, when Jesus is stretching out his hand, it's usually to cure somebody, it's to touch someone with, that, with his healing power. So he's stretching out his hand to pull Peter out. He stretches out his hand to grasp his hand. It's not to grab him by the hair and hold him under the water and say, see what happens when you don't trust in me? Jesus is not like that. Jesus doesn't rub it in his face. He pulls him out. He rescues him. We have to trust. That's what our Lord wants to do for us. He wants to pull us out of the water. He wants to get us out of wherever we're stuck. He wants to provide us with a solution. But we have to trust in him. We have to cry out to him. We have to invoke him. We have to take his hand when it's offered to us. We just pull back. We just figure, I'm going to do this. I can manage on my own. We're goners. We're goners. We need Christ. And at the end, it's just beautiful here. Because our Lord, he gives him a lesson. Oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Come on. Haven't I got a good enough track record with you that you would trust in me? So Peter needs to learn that lesson. But it's also his experience that touches the other disciples in a profound way. Because when they get back into the boat, what do they all say? Truly, you are the Son of God. They have seen Jesus in action in an amazing way. They've seen him walk on water. They've seen him keep Peter on top of the water. And they've seen him rescue Peter. That was one amazing day. Can we be the least bit surprised that they say, Truly, you are the Son of God. Our own experience can help others' faith. When they see us trusting in our Lord and we, we, they, others see him acting in our lives, it helps their faith. So let's 
be a little bit more like Peter. Let's take those chances. Let's be humble when we need our Lord's help. Let's cry out to Him. And let's always believe our Lord will always be there to pull us out, to rescue us, to give us His strength, to give us His love.